Fiona, hello, what's up, what's up? It's your girl Riss from Aotearoa, New Zealand. Welcome to Grace Through the Fire. I am your host, Marissa Lewis. This podcast is all about helping you to stand in your most powerful position and who you are and stop worrying about the past or what others think of you because you are brilliant, mama, and I am here to remind you. I am a confidence coach, business mentor, author, and speaker, and I am absolutely obsessed with women showing up in their fullest expression and most unique way, creating radical confidence in life and business. And I cannot wait to get this conversation on today's episode started with you. Welcome to episode two, Po Under Pressure. In this second episode, we'll dive into the art of maintaining composure and clarity when faced with high-pressure solutions. You know, we we will be able to explore those strategies to really conquer self-doubt, overcome obstacles, and unlock our full potential. So get ready to learn and thrive in the midst of challenges and perform at your best even when the heat is on. Welcome, welcome everybody to Grace Through the Fire. I'm so excited to come to you today to really speak life into, you know, what does PO under pressure mean and represent? You know, for those who are not in Aotearoa, New Zealand, PO is te ao Māori and is commonly thought of as the pillars, like the upright support poles or posts, um, which really hold up the framework of a whare, like a home. And in traditional Māori narratives of the origin of the universe, PO were pillars of light used to keep the sky and earth separated. So this allowed the natural world to flourish and in turn people to prosper. So why is it so important for me when I speak about how have I remained the Poe in my own life, especially when the heat is on, when that pressure is on? You know, I want you to have a think about some of the obstacles you've overcome in your life. You know, where in your day were you, you know, the Poe? Where did you have to dig deep and lean in and really stand strong? You know, your feet connected to Papatuanuku, the earth and Mama, Mama Gaia, and your arms raised, you know, holding your shoulders back. You know, as we move through life, particularly when we're in business, you know, as I've mentioned in the previous episodes, you are a direct reflection of your business and your business is in direct proportion of who you are being, you know, and as we navigate through these new and uncertain and uncomfortable areas within our business and in our lives, whether that's in our finances, within our relationships, within our business, whether we are a sole trader and we're just, we're the only PO in the business or we're the PO for, you know, our staff and our contractors and those in in our team, um, our clients, our team members, no matter what you are doing with your life, when you are that person who truly understands the power that resides within you, you know, the, the power that you have and the connections in which you have to your tūpuna, your ancestors, you know, we, it doesn't matter where you're from, you know, you, we, and you will hear me reference my papa, my family, my lineage. You'll hear me reference my tūpuna a lot in my episodes because I truly believe that I am always fully supported and everything is working out in my favor. When I build that relationship, you know, knowing that I'm not the only poem in my life, I have that non-physical support. I truly, truly believe we are here to heal what our ancestors couldn't and not because they didn't want to. 
because they had different consciousness. They had different and a lack of resources. We are here in this current time and space. We have the resources to reach more ears, to reach more people, to really get our story and our message out there, you know, and this particular episode is focusing on the things that I personally continue to return to and particularly when I was in some of the darkest darkest stormiest days of my life how I managed to stay connected to that light to that greater power to become that true example for myself and for those around me to really become that steady balance and cooperation for myself and those around me and how I never take for granted how important it is to prioritize that relationship and those beliefs you know we talk about minds said a lot there's so much information out there isn't there and there's so many tools that we can access on the internet the problem is that most of us when we are stuck in the thick of our of our obstacles it's hard to see the trees through the forest it's hard to see that power that we have but this is your absolute reminder that you have everything you need you have capabilities you have resilience if you're listening to this you're here you chose to stay no matter what struggles no matter what fire came at you no matter what heat was on you're here right now and this is your absolute reminder and invitation to remember you are not alone and you know one of the main things when it comes to mindset is just to be in full awareness of how we revert back to potentially patterns you know when things are hard how do you deal with them when things feel challenging? What do you feel you are committing to in your mind? You know, are you going back to the baseline when you notice these thoughts? or behaviors that are surfacing in your humanness, what are you doing to really reclaim that power knowing you have a choice, mama? You have an absolute choice and you can absolutely choose what you do next. It's not always that easy and I'm not going to sit here and BS you and bullshit you that, you know, you just have to write it out. You just got to go and journal and, you know, you've just got to get your vision board ready. Yes, all of those tools are important, but it's that constant and consistent daily action to stay tuned into yourself and into those around you, looking at the facets of who am I choosing to let into my energy? What conversations am I committed to having? having? What conversations am I committed to not having? You know, who am I committed to spending some time with? Who am I committed to not spending time with? You know, I recall, and I think I mentioned in the first episode, there is nothing more crippling when you come into this new awareness and awakening and you have, you feel this ignition within your soul, you know, something or someone has said something that's ignited belief within you, belief that there's possibility of a better life, there's belief that there's possibility that you actually can do this, no matter what that is that you're doing. And then you go and tell some people who have been in your life for a long time that um, you're excited and you've got this vision. And because of where they're at, and because potentially they are attached to a version of you that is no longer existing, because you have chosen to lean in and get you know, to really grow, they come at you with what I believe they think is the right response. But sometimes those words can really discourage you. It can crush you. And that obstacle in itself is one that's really difficult to overcome, especially with their whanau or people that you have been absolutely spending a lot of time with. So here's the thing. If you are sitting down, I want to remind you, it's never ever too late to start something extraordinary. You know, when you can remain that power under pressure in your own life, be that own light of yours. You know, 
ask yourself, you know, are you that someone who has the vision? You've caught the vision, but you felt a little crippled because you've actually taken on someone else's values or opinions or advice that hasn't actually done or isn't living the life that you want to be living because there's someone that you love, someone that's close to you. That's just the first example I want to kind of dive into. You know, I am a sibling of seven, and I remember when I had come out of the corporate world and I'd been in the corporate world for a long time and I was on good money within the corporate world. And, you know, I remember I went to this event where this, I think I mentioned in my first episode, uh, this, this young man got up on stage and he was really sharing how much a success he had had. And there was something in that like flicked a switch inside of me. I left that event. I went home that following weekend. I had a, um, a family dinner and in that family dinner with all my siblings and my parents, I stood up with all this excitement about my vision <laughs> and where I was taking my life and I was going to be a millionaire and I'm going to go out there and actually do it for myself for the first time. And every single one of them with love really challenged me. Why would I do this? Why would I walk away from a well-paying job that had security for me and my son? What they didn't realize is how much I had been really moving around in life, unhappy, unfulfilled. I didn't feel like my purpose, I wasn't my purpose. You know, in those times of trying to overcome the obstacle of having people I love and respect tell me that it was silly or that it was the wrong thing to do, I had to really go and connect to that vision. I had to do whatever it took in order to keep my flame alive. And that is what I want to remind you. You're, you are the power. You've got to somehow be the kindling. You know, when you, when you drop a big log on a fire, it might slowly burn, but if you keep feeding it, every day with little kindling beats it will roar that is what you must treat yourself your brain so your mind your hininaro your tinana which is your physical you know your manawa your heart you must think to yourself how can i keep my post strong how can i feed my flame every day through understanding i am in control of my mind i get to choose what's true for me i get to absolutely decide and declare what I want to believe. And, you know, obviously there's a lot of science behind this because you do have a brain and your brain is designed to keep you safe. You may have heard this before, but it really is. When we think about back in the days where there were the cavemen and the women were in the caves and the men would go hunting for a week, if a bear was chasing them, their brain would say unsafe, unsafe, unsafe. It was fight or flight or freeze. And um, in today's society, Say you're in a car and you know you're on the motorway and there's a car accident. Your brain doesn't know the difference between you know a car accident happening and a bee chasing you. So when it comes to any type of change, your brain is like unsafe, 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 revert, revert. And this is where a lot of those negative inner dialogue thoughts come from. And I think it's really important to understand that the good thing about this, and this is what I say to all my clients, is you actually get to recode your brain. You get to trick your brain into believing what is true for you, but that takes repetition and repetition is key. So that's the first thing I want to highlight when it comes to remaining that power under pressure, overcoming those obstacles and struggles and challenges that come through in the daily, because obviously, mama, they are going to happen. You've come here for a human experience to feel alive. And I think it's just really, really important that you understand what it does take is repetition discipline, dedication, and deliberation. These are some of the key things I have up on my board in front of me every day. Am I being disciplined? Am I being deliberate? Am I choosing to set boundaries, which is the second thing I want to talk about and being the PO of your own life? 
The second thing is about boundaries. <laughs> Who here is listening that knows full well, number one, they've either spent most of their life people pleasing because they didn't, number one, know how to set boundaries or were even aware what boundaries were. You know, and again, in society, and if I'm to reference my own experience, I just, I lost my family when I was 10. Everything fell apart. And from that moment, I was craving that feeling of belonging. And what that did is overflow into people that I met in friendships where I would do things and say yes to things that I really, my soul didn't want to do. But just so that I could be a friend or be like, feel like I was in a part of something. You know, I say it all the time, we all want to be felt, seen, heard and celebrated. You know, we really appreciate when we feel those things. So the second thing is, are you setting healthy boundaries? Because in order to remain a strong power of light so that others can feel that, you must be an energetic and vibrational alignment. And I don't use the word alignment lightly. I mean that you must be that power and keep yourself grounded, keep anchored in the things that matter. So you're feeling emotionally great and joyful. Your emotions are indicators for you. They are cues for you. How many times have you been in a situation where you haven't set a boundary? You've gone ahead and you've said yes to something or done something that you really actually didn't want to do. And before you know it, there's anxiety, there's self-doubt. You ignore those feelings and somewhere along the way, something not so great happens for you. It is always important to set boundaries, but you first must know what you value most in order to set those boundaries. You must feel that inner confidence and self-worth in order to set boundaries. And it doesn't mean you have to be a hard-ass bitch. (laughs) It doesn't mean that you have to be rude. It's just a simple no thank you. No explanation required. Anyone that asks you to explain why isn't on your page yet. So when you set boundaries, there could be a transition or a trans, you know, a period, I say, where people you love and care about, there is distance. Distance is required. It doesn't mean you've lost them forever. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it means you've outgrown each other because you either grow together or you grow apart, right? And I know that can feel hard, especially if you're listening and maybe you're in a relationship with someone and you're growing and you're committed to it. You just want them to come with you, but they're not ready. They're on their own journey, mama. They're trying to figure out how to be the power of their own life, to be the light of their own life. You know, we cannot force people. We must meet people where they're at. But if they're not where we want to be, this is where the boundaries come in really, really healthily. Boundaries are healthy. Yes, they are. And the third thing that I really want to highlight in this conversation is when you are the po in your own life and, you know, you know how to remain that po under pressure, it's about really turning those struggles into your strengths, eliminating that shame, eliminating any guilt for anything that has happened before this previous moment. Because let me remind you, anything before this current moment while we're listening to this and while we're having this conversation is in the past. And you get to choose every lesson that you have been through and every single struggle that you've been through to really transmute that into something powerful. Your story is your secret source. It is the superpower that has been gifted to you. You came here, and this is my true belief, We are spiritual beings in a human experience and then we go home. While we're here on this planet and while we're stepping forward and walking this path of contrast and polarity in this life experience, we get to really feel our essence. And I promise you, 
that if you start to really work on being the po of your own life, that you do the things like I mentioned at the beginning of this conversation to really dive into being the light for, for yourself and those around you, that will energetically call in in others that are attracted to that light. People feel you before they hear you. People feel you. And we must remember that we are energetic beings. And through our energy, we get to be a magnet. And this is where the power of thought comes in. Now, thoughts are just thoughts. I really just want to kind of dive into this. I don't want to go off topic too much, but we have so many thoughts. Subconsciously, 30,000 thoughts per minute subconsciously. If you get a thought that you think, wow, that's out the gate, and we get those thoughts, right? Or if we get those thoughts that we feel will discourage us, we get to create space between ourselves and who we are and our true fullness and wholeness and completeness and uniqueness. And we get to separate and just observe those thoughts and go, hmm, that's interesting. That's an interesting thought. I wonder if that's going to serve me to step into that next level of myself. And again, we have levels. We never get there. I really, really believe that every time I've had a new new level within myself, it's my human craving to want more, to want to become more, to want to really activate and magnify that potential within myself. And that is, you know, something I wish for you to really sit there and ask yourself, mm, when was the last time I broke through a ceiling? When was the last time I overcame a barrier or obstacle? How did I feel? Because if it's possible to do it once, it's possible to do it again. Providing we are failing forward, I mean, I'm not a big believer in failure. I think that we either win or we learn. Always said that, always felt that. But it's just one of those things, Mama, that you really need to start to choose for yourself and just draw the line in the sand, make the decision, make the decision to be the power of your own life. Understand that when you are going through the pressure, you can stand tall, strong, you are fully supported in all that you do. Everything is working out for you in your favor. Repetition, repetition, repetition. I can't say it enough. When I feel my humanness, and I still do, and I mentioned in my first episode when I introduced myself, what Grace Through the Fire is really about. I spoke about my struggles, my challenges with my mental health, the anxiety, the fun- high functioning anxiety that I've with most of my through most of my life. And there's something stronger than me that keeps bringing me back to my vision. Right? Not all of you are gonna want to be millionaires. Uh, I'm not sure why not, because you know, with a lot of money, you can help a lot more people, and people need your support and help. They need your guidance. People are craving wisdom. They're craving relatability. And it's just every day waking up and going, "Mm, how do I feel today? What do I need? Actually building a relationship with yourself, your vital, so you can be that po. I really, really hope that this conversation has been helpful for you. Definitely leave a comment, share this podcast with someone that you know could gain great value from it. And I can't wait to come back to you with episode three shortly. Have a beautiful day. Namahi for now. Thank you so much for listening to Grace Through the Fire. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I love you. Thank you for being here with me. Thank you for listening and using those beautiful tatting as your ears. Thank you so much for just bringing your energy and for choosing the Grace Through the Fire podcast to hang out with me and have this conversation. And before I go, please do share this. Share this podcast with a woman or a wahine, as many as you know that need this, that deserve this. And just so that we can all stand up and be that tall po for ourselves and those around us and with that I love you have a beautiful day and I'll see you on the next episode